Seaborn from Winning at Home. Welcome to In Progress, a podcast about faith, life, and how we grow. And if you listen to the previous episode, I shared that I'm kind of, I'm recording this at the same time I recorded that one. Uh, you can hear in my voice, I'm kind of getting over some stuff. So sorry, hopefully um, next episode, I'll be back to normal. But this is what I got. So <laughs> here we go. Um, in this episode, I want to talk about, um, in some ways, I guess it's kind of part two of the previous episode, talking about some of the things, some of the patterns that we see in our lives, we notice aren't helping us or are actively hurting us or the people around us, or our relationship with God, um, and what it looks like, how we respond to that. Um, I was I was out taking my dog for a walk yesterday, thinking about, okay, what what am I gonna record? What am I gonna talk about? And I was thinking about now. Initially, maybe you go, okay, wait a sec, where is this going? But there's a show on Netflix that Annalise and I have been watching recently. It's called The Repair Shop, and it's this. Uh, it's set somewhere, I think, in the United Kingdom, and there are, you know, five or six different specially skilled craftspeople who work on, for the most part, family heirloom kind of stuff. And so people bring in, you know, furniture that they say they're like 60 now and they say, I remember this in my grandma's entry room and I wasn't allowed to touch this furniture and, you know, it's kind of fallen into disrepair and now I want it as kind of a reminder of grandma. And, you know, they'll, they'll work on um, fixing cracks and putting together furniture that's kind of falling apart or, you know, ceramics or paintings or whatever, all this different kind of stuff. And as we're watching it, I'm thinking about how um, we don't really do a lot of that. You know, I was like, I wonder if this because it's located in the UK instead of in America, I wonder if that's part of why so many people have these sort of heirloom level things that have been passed down from generation to generation to generation. And maybe that's the case for most people. Maybe it's just, you know, my family and extended family that, okay, that stuff isn't really, you know, a part of our, uh, part of our history. And maybe that's part of it, but I think it's also kind of part of it that we in America kind of think, okay, if something's busted, we throw it away and we get a new one. And 
I think that's probably true in most parts of the world where people have the disposable income to do that. But I think in a lot of ways, um, what that does for us is it tempts us or it uh, makes it really normal and natural for us to expect to just go the easy route on a lot of things. And so I've been thinking about how often uh, the process of something, um, the growing pains along the way, they bump us out or they discourage us or they bring us to the point basically where we go, all right, I think I'm just going to give up on this new habit, this new version of me, this new level of faithfulness or obedience or whatever the case may be in your life. But Annalise and I, after I had already thought about recording this, we were talking last night about how when you're already doing a bunch of new stuff, when you're already working on a bunch of different things and trying to be faithful to starting some new stuff or obedient in uh, following along with some of the things that God's been laying on your heart. When you notice that, oh, why well, I, I need to continue to do this, but I also need to do some of this other stuff too. It can feel really unfair. It can feel really uh piling up on us and it can feel like what this how am I supposed to have to do this that and the other and um, it reminded me of there's a a quote from C.S. Lewis and I before I read it this is from the problem of pain where he talks about living in a world where things aren't right, where how often do we take a look and say, man, what in the world? Why is this happening? Why are things the way that they are? Um, this quote that I'm reading shortly is kind of at the end of him making an analogy where he describes the love that God shows for us. And he compares it to an artist working on their great masterpiece. And he writes about how the painting, if it could feel anything, would feel pain, annoyance, and stress along the way as edits, scraping, repainting, and the whole process of creativity takes place and I think this is why I connected this to the idea of watching the show of them you know stripping down all this old varnish or them taking totally taking this stuff apart to put it back together and make it look good but in the meantime the process is painful and painstaking and so C.S. Lewis then he makes the jump from talking about a painting 
to talking about God's work in our lives. And he writes this, in the same way, it's natural for us to wish that God had designed for us a less glorious and less arduous destiny. But then we are wishing not for more love, but for less. And I pause there because I want that idea to sink in. God calls us to deeper growth, surrender, and holiness because he knows how much more we can experience if we let go of the things that are holding us back. But being in that process, being in the middle of it, um, really the, the reason that I called this show uh, In Progress is because I started to think through what it feels like and you know that if you've listened to many episodes you know that my um, unknown weird health thing was in a lot of ways what drove me to a bunch of the different things that I've really started doing in many ways with my life you know it's what started me recording these episodes because I wanted to share kind of what the process looks like. Uh, it led to me writing and uh, I found out that that's a really great thing for me and it allows me to communicate my ideas exactly the way I want to every time, <laughs> right? Um, but the reason that I started doing both of those things was because I feel like it's kind of, I don't know about normal or easy, but I think it's just sort of what we see typically. People talking about or writing about or, you know, whatever it is, um, just kind of saying, okay, here's step one, here's step two, here's step three. And what I know for me is that, okay, those are the steps, but there's been a lot of internal and external turmoil related to these steps of faithfulness, um, related to these steps toward health, related to these steps of, um, you know, like I talked about last episode, removing, letting go of some uh, hurtful, destructive behaviors and patterns um, and the process. It's hard. And the process is not something that we naturally are drawn to, not something that naturally appeals to us. Um, I want to read a couple verses from Romans chapter 5. Um, Paul writes in verse 3 and 4. Not only that, referring to what he talked about before, but the part I want to look at is what he says next. But we also rejoice in our sufferings 
because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character, hope. And again, I'm, I'm pausing there because I want this to sink in that Paul, who did know what suffering was, who lived out a lot of things that are unbelievable. When you read through the stories that he was involved in throughout his life, it's shocking that that guy just put one foot in front of the other and said, I'm going to be faithful and I'm going to do what God called me to do. Even if all along the way, it's just hard, hard, hard. He said, we also rejoice in our suffering because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character, hope. And I want to remind all of us, wherever you are in that process, um, maybe you can relate to this analogy that C.S. Lewis uses um, to kind of connect the idea of God continuing to work on us. What feels like in this analogy of the painting being poked and prodded and being uh, lacquered and, you know, started with one color and then painted over with a different one and scrape some of that off and do this over. All of that because of his deep, deep, deep love for us. God wants to help us move past and let go of these hurtful, destructive things that have been part of our lives and that we're tempted to continue to carry into the future. He wants us to experience freedom. He wants us to experience life. Now, that doesn't just happen naturally. That doesn't just happen comfortably and easily and without surrender and sacrifice and letting go and all the things that Christianity calls us to that when we're honest, they don't sound really that great, right? And what we find is on the other side of this stuff, on the other side of surrender and sacrifice and letting go, what Paul writes, suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character, hope. See, what we see God as the master artist doing and working for and toward and on in our lives is perseverance and character and hope. And that's amazing. That's amazing. And that's what he's calling us into. So if you're in the middle of some of these growing pains, 
if you feel like um, the canvas that God is working on turning into uh, a masterpiece and you're going, man, I don't know if it's worth it. At one point, um, Lewis says, you know, sometimes we wish we would have been just kind of a little doodle on a scrap piece of paper that's just forgotten about and left behind. Um, But what God is doing and what God can do and what God wants to do is so much more. Let's not get discouraged and give up. Let's not get frustrated and um, (laughs) give up, quit, just say it's not worth it. Um, Let's instead keep going through the growing pains and trust that God is at work and um, I forget if it's in Romans or Hebrews, but he who started the work in you will be faithful to see it to completion. Let's trust that. Let's go. Let him continue his work and push through those growing pains.